Seven Land Productions presents Tower Four. Season One Recap. Hello, everyone. My name is Robert Lamb. I am the writer of Tower of Four, and I'm a little voice in there, too. But before we get into this recap episode, I want to introduce very special guest, Jack Austin, voice of Mike. How's it going? I'm doing very well. Thank you, Robert. Thank you. I need to turn mine up. There we go. Uh, Jack. Yes. You excited to talk about uh, Tower Four? This is not his real voice. When by the you way. first contacted me <laughs> about playing the British. role of Mike Archer, nope. I was so deeply moved nope. and honored. Nope. Who are you, Christian Bale? Christian Bale's not. Like <laughs> I don't know that. who That's I am. Christian Bale. Yeah, I don't know who I am. But thank you, and to all of you who are big fans of the show, you're amazing. I love you. You do sound like someone. I just can't put my finger on it. I don't know. And it's who not I yourself. Like, yeah, 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 it's yeah, definitely no. not yourself because this, this is, is that's how he talks. Yeah, yeah. But when we need a British person for this, <laughs> we're gonna cast a British person. Yeah, you're not doing not me. it. Okay, you're not, not doing me. it. Not me. Uh, anyways, guys, this is our recap episode. We try to do uh, one of these for every one of our shows that we do. Uh, a lot of it is behind the scenes talk. But before we get to that, we're gonna do a traditional recap really quick. I'm going to go through and I'm going to recap the entire season. That way, if you say listen to the first season and it's six months later or whenever we're deciding to release season two and season two is coming out and you're like, oh, I forget what happened in season one. And I am not going back to listen to all those episodes again. (laughs) (laughs) I want to recap within five minutes so I can go right into season two. I don't know if I want season two or not. Give me five minutes (laughs) or less. Tower four, go. Go. This is going to be the recap right here. So you can just listen to me right now. Or if you want to skip the whole recap and just listen to us kind of chat, you can skip ahead five minutes and you'll get to that. But I'm going to go through this recap for everybody who wants to know what happened in season one. Hopefully you did listen to season one and you're just coming back just to get caught up for when we eventually release season two. Yeah. So here we go. Ready, Jack? I'm ready. <laughs> you're just going to have to listen to me talk. I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah. All right. Tower four starts off with a ranger named, uh, a ranger named Gene. And Gene is talking to Mike, who is uh, going through the hiring process to become a new fire lookout. He learns the quick ins and outs, and it all seems kind of rushed, but Mike is looking forward to this. He wants to get away from it all after his mother uh, recently passed, and he wants to focus on his writing. He's been writing, uh, wanting to write a book for a long time. Fire Lookout seems like the perfect job to get some time to himself. Mike has a week before he starts, so he takes a mini vacation to Yellowstone and does some hiking. At night in a hotel room, he has a nightmare where he floats above his house and uh, neighborhood on his childhood bed and watches his dad uh, drive off onto the highway. When he comes back uh, to see Gene, Gene drives him as far as he can along a dirt road uh, where he lets Mike out, tells him to have fun for the next several months, and Mike hoofs it the rest of the way. He doesn't get there until he doesn't get to the tower, which is Tower Four, until late at night and uh, falls asleep instantly. He's later woken up by Amber, who is the fire lookout in Tower 3. Amber is the only person Mike can reach unless he goes to a spot called Overarch, which is on the way to Enos Lake. 
She calls him to make sure he made it, and then they have a little introduction. Amber is super friendly and talkative. Mike, not so much. He takes some time. To, uh, he takes some time to open up, though. After their talk, Mike goes to sleep, but awakens at 4 a.m. when he hears loud noises in the woods. Something large is moving through. He also hears static and whispers over the radio. A lot of creepy stuff. The next day, Mike gets acquainted with the amenities. Amber also helps him find some coffee. Mike finds a bow in the shack and learns of the old lookout named Jerry. Jerry and Amber never talked much when Jerry was a uh, fire lookout the year before, year prior. Mike and Amber talk more and more and share stuff about their past. Each of them has been cheated on, and Mike mentions his mother's passing. She also helps him with the day-to-day of fire watching. Three days pass, and Mike finds a book on birds. He's super bored already and been spending some time writing and bird watching. At night, he is once again woken by his radio, but this time classical music is playing. Amber doesn't believe him, but says she'll make a call to Jean. Mike ends up staying up to write some more and finds a mysterious crumpled paper in his desk drawer that says they're listening. The next day, Mike sets out on a long hike to find uh, to go to an area called Site 5. Hikers shouldn't be in the area because the section of forest is closed down, but he thinks that the hikers may be where the music was coming from the night prior. On his trek, he talks to Amber about his book. Mike's novel is simply titled Girl and is based on a past relationship. When he reaches Site 5, he finds an empty tent. No one is around except a bear. The bear arrives and is just about to attack Mike when his radio goes off playing more classical music. It scares the bear away. Amber tells Mike to head back to the tower. Two days later, Mike heads back to Site 5 to find it completely empty. The hikers must have gone. The next two weeks drag as Mike has trouble writing. Amber tries to help him with his writer's block. The good thing is Mike gets into a rhythm with the job of Fire Lookout. Uh, Amber informs him of a food drop and tells him to keep track of the stock. When Amber is calling Jean uh, about the food drop, Mike sees a fire and panics, but Amber calls, uh, calms him and tells him to just keep an eye on it. A day later, a storm appears and puts it out. Mike eventually finds a strange notebook hidden in the ceiling of his tower that has a lot of weird rambling notes. He can't make heads or tails of the thing. At night, Amber contacts him to tell him that the tent he saw at Site 5 belonged to a father and son who went hiking a while back, and now they're missing. Mike is told to hike out to Enos Lake and see if the father and son are there, possibly fishing. But while uh, out there, he won't be able to contact Amber because it's too far out of range. He packs a bag and leaves. He packs a bag and tent and leaves. On his trek, he sees a dead bear, and when he reaches the lake, he sees a mysterious man in dress shirt and slacks with a metal box and headphones. The strange man disappears into the woods before Mike can find him again. At night... Another storm comes, and Mike sets up his tent. Also, a large thing appears in the woods, a large creature, perhaps, growling and stalking about. Eventually, the thing leaves, with Mike never getting a good look. The next day, Mike heads to Overarch, where he can reach Gene. He tells him about uh, everything that happened the prior night, and Gene doesn't believe him, just thinks it's a bear or moose. Mike heads uh, ends up heading back to the tower in a hurry. While trying to contact Amber, he signals... Uh, his signal gets intercepted, and a strange person says over the radio, don't trust them. Mike gets back to the tower to find his place broken into, but the only thing touched was his laptop. On it, a series of repeating numbers. Three days pass, and Mike is annoyed by Amber because she doesn't believe him about anything. But he is, is he going stir-crazy? He's not sure. Amber mentions she stayed in Tower 4 last year after Jerry quit and never saw or heard anything. Mike and Amber argue a little bit, and eventually Mike cuts off communications for the time being. Flashback to Mike and his ex-girlfriend, Melinda, 
who he caught drinking and cheating again. He finally breaks it off with her, says goodbye to her son, Nate, and takes off. Back to the tower, days continue to pass slowly. One night, Amber calls, drunk. She snuck some vodka to her tower and is now drinking it. She apologizes to Mike, but he doesn't respond. Eventually, uh, he figures out that the random repeating numbers are on his laptop are a lock combo for a cache, or so he believes. Mike, scared of the woods, practices with the bow to have some sort of protection. He then sets off on a treasure hunt. He also breaks his silence with Amber, and she offers her help. They check cache after cache. There's one cache that is between their towers. They decide to meet there tomorrow. It'll be the first time that they see each other. But when tomorrow arrives, Mike gets there first, only to get knocked out and dragged into the woods. He has another flashback to when he was a kid and the night his father left. His father, Jim, arrives home late, bloody and bruised. Mike's mother, Selena, is worried about him, but when she calls the police, Jim flees. Mike hears him peel out and drive off. Mike then awakens, and when he awakens in the woods, he's actually in a cave with a strange man hovering over him. The man cuts his bonds and explains he wants Mike's help, but sadly, the man seems confused and is unable to provide Mike with any uh, really much information at all. He does mention a bunker and says he needs to find it, but Mike doesn't want to help, and he wants to leave and quit his job, but the man pleads. Flashback to not long after Mike's dad left when he was a kid. Mike finds an injured bird and helps it. His mom says he can't keep it, but Mike uh, just wants to help. Back in the woods, Mike talks to this man some more and eventually believes him to be Jerry, the old fire lookout. But after more non-answers to his questions, Mike gets frustrated and eventually leaves. He gets back to his tower and drinks the rest of Amber's vodka, which was left as a gift in the cache. He gets drunk and argues with Amber some more over the radio. He says he wants to quit. That night, he is woken by strange noises again and finds some dress, some man dressed all in black in his tower. The man shoots him with a dart, and they fight, crashing all the way down the stairs to the ground where Mike gets knocked out once again. This time, he wakes up to find a couple of men dragging him near Eno's Lake, where he is dragged below ground ugh, into a tunnel. And he hears more classical music and then passes out, and he once again dreams of his, the night his dad left, but this time he is flying over the clouds. That's season one. <laughs> Woo! The opening scene to season two. It's Mike. Mike just doing push-ups. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's season one. Yeah. That's uh, the whole thing. So if you don't remember, you could just listen to that, and now you're ready for season two. Yeah. Hopefully that uh, fixes everything. But uh, it will. All is made right. Yeah. I mean. I'd rather do that kind of read through than create a whole teaser for season two because one, yeah. I'd have to like write something specifically go for through a teaser every or go through every episode and cut cut it down. And I'm just like, and then I don't want to go through all that. Yeah, you'll have me in the background going, in a world <laughs> when Mike, where there are four towers, <laughs> the only Mike one Archer can stand in hell. Yeah, so I figure that's the easiest way until uh, we get caught up and then maybe we'll. Yeah. yeah do something like that but anyways uh so you're mike i am mike you're mike archer yep and i make people call me that all all the time in around town yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) hey jack no mike mike archer is this your most proud um of all your acting of all my Uh, for for the audio dramas i'm not talking about you acting in front of the mirror every day no that's what you do right uh it's up there for sure okay this is definitely the biggest role well no it's not it's one of the biggest roles you've ever given me 
I'd say I this guess, or no, Locke. No. Yeah, Atlas Locke Avenue and Atlas Avenue Beat, I feel like I've done more with. But as far as That's acting longer, goes, though, yeah. yeah, this is a it's 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 interesting being an actor when it's you and one other person more often than not. That's true. This is uh, uh, an interesting one because yeah. most of our series have multiple characters. This one really only has two. I mean, there are other characters, but not, you know, they come and go. And it's it's interesting from an acting standpoint because that's been heavily criticized this uh, of this show more than any other. It's like, oh, it sounds. But I think that that also comes with the fact that this is one of our most popular shows where it's downloaded a lot. That's true. The ones that are downloaded a lot get like a lot of reviews. Yeah. And yeah, they'll get negative ones. But and I'm okay with that. I just from my point of view, because I'll never get to talk to anybody about it is like he's a guy. In the it, woods, right by himself, right, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's kind of hard to capture that and be like. And then I went to the bathroom. I know. That's the thing is, there's a lot. I I try to limit sometimes the the voiceover for him. Yeah. But you can't really do that with a uh, audio drama because you have to know what he's doing. It's one thing. Like I can't just have him walking around shuffling papers because you're not going to know exactly what he's doing unless right. he's narrating it. And one so. one thing that we like to do is say with voiceover what you're doing. You don't want to leave yeah. it up for interpretation because if we just confusing. did pages shuffling, they're like, what's he looking at? Yeah, exactly. Like, is it what? a book? What? I mean, you hear like writing noises. What's he writing down? But as I write, like as I've been going, it, I think anybody who listens to other Seven Land productions, if you listen to season one of Paralyzed or End of All Hope, I would, I would, I'll admit like writing wise, they're not the greatest. Yeah. I, I was just starting out. I've gotten to the point where I can kind of limit what the character has to say in a voiceover mm -hmm. and still get it across what he's doing. Yeah. But I still like having the VO rather than not having anything or even having a narrator. I don't want a narrator for a right. show like no, this. No, no, that no, would no. Just, I don't know. And for having read at this point a lot of your writings, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really do like Tower 4. Yeah. I think it's got a good structure. I know a little bit more about it than some other people. Right. But... I think the direction that it's going is really good, and that's been indicative of like what you said—the amount of downloads that this one has gotten. It was in the top one hundred since I think like episode two or whatever, like yeah. of the top fictional on iTunes. So uh, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it was uh, even above amazing. End of All Hope, but I think End of All Hope now just took it over and is above it. But still, yeah. like just for it to be up there is pretty awesome. Yeah. Since it's so new, we say new, but like new as in it's only got nine episodes and we only really released one episode every month. Yep. I know a lot of people were complaining about that. Yeah. We're sorry about that. Yes, but, we are. Uh, we have a lot of projects we're working on and uh, we're always trying. If if you think there's a day that goes by where I'm not working <laughs> on something to do with Seven Lamb, you are grossly mistaken. Yes. Because I was, swear. It was several hours out of the oh day. Oh my God. So, so many hours. And, and that's on top of, as we say this a lot on Patreon or other recaps, is both of us have jobs. Uh, yeah. And we have actual and other jobs. Things. So, yeah. so oh, fitting oh, these oh. in, these things that don't really pay us because yeah. everything we take goes back into production. Oh, all of it. And I was just telling you, because uh, we're recording this a little early, but yep. I uh, was telling you today that I 
as I was editing the finale, I spent an hour just looking for the right music track uh -huh. for the, uh -huh. for the and, finale. And that you think that's not tedious. You're yeah. wrong. It's I just going click. through track and you just sit and listen and track and then track and then track. I got to the point where I was just like going, I was on Pond 5, which is a music downloading. You pay for the tracks and stuff to use royalty free. But uh, I was going through and I would just do different keyword searches like tense, suspense, action. Yep. Uh, slow, groovy, acoustic, like all this kind of stuff. And then I would just click. And if I, I kind of have like an ear for it, like what I was looking for. So I would just listen to a track and within the five, first five or 10 seconds, I was like, nope, nope, nope. I'm just going through. And then eventually after an hour, I found the right music track. And I was like, this is the one that's going to be. And it's only for one scene in Tower 4. But I'm like, it's one that I I need. And yeah. so I got that. So yeah, all of all of the money that we do make, whether it's from people who donate on Patreon or some of the, the advertisers that we make through Spreaker. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it goes to this stuff. And we, we pay for all the music and sound effects and a lot of the acting. And yeah. Uh, yeah, just to make it. But I think Tower 4 now was like the probably... Other than maybe story season two that we're currently working on too. Yeah. These are like the ones where like we're taking them a little bit slower and I'm only releasing like once a month. But the reason for that is because I'm trying to get new music, trying to make sure the acting's really on point. Make sure like right. the fact that there's only a few characters for these shows makes it a lot easier for me to make sure that the acting is, is perfect. Because sometimes when there's a show that has... 15 actors yeah sometimes i'm like do i really you know and and if you see the setup it's not really a spot where we all can come together and record on the same microphone so a lot of that shows up into your editing i mean the, the, the fact that you're able to pick out those takes and make the the cadences match the feel of the scene so to speak you know what's crazy is that as I, I go through editing, because I did all the editing for Tower 4. Mm. We have editors and stuff for other series, but I, I took over for Tower 4. I wanted to do the whole first season yeah, uh, just so it had the same feel throughout. And uh, as I'm editing it, there are times where, like, say, your dialogue doesn't necessarily match up with Amber's dialogue, right? Right. So, like, I have to find, like, sometimes I can just message uh, Gina Coyle, who does Amber. Like, I... I don't even know Gina Coyle. She just does voices for us. I met her right. off of Reddit. She emailed us, and she's been doing voices for us for a long time. She's done a couple other voices. She's yeah. Kylie in End of All Hope, and then she's uh, she, uh, she's a new character in Paralyzed coming up, Okay, um, but it's not out yet. But, yeah, she's done a few different voices for us, and usually she's pretty fast. Like, I can send her, like, hey, this line's a little bit off, or I need it to be a little bit louder, or whatever it is. But I don't like to always bother people with one line. So, like, I've found that, like, sometimes just adding the right sound effect in between a line or whether yeah. it's, like, you just standing or you sitting on a bed or something like that, it can kind of change the whole inflection of what you're about to say. Yeah. So, like, I, I've been doing that more, and it actually does fit sometimes, like, a scene. Like, if you're, like, maybe a little bit louder when she was softer, if I have you walk over and maybe, like, bang on a table and then say your line, then it's like, oh, yeah, now he's angry and he's banging on a table, so it makes a little more sense. Yeah. So, like... That kind of stuff does help, but it also does help just to just have two main characters and be able to be like, yeah, can you guys just redo this one line? Or yeah, and, these and one lines? of these days, maybe we'll get her over to uh, or get her on a call or something to uh, to talk. Well, not just that, but to do a scene together. Yeah, that's one thing is like you were saying earlier, most of our shows, everybody records separately. Yep. And uh, we just piece together the dialogue and hope that it works out. Right. And uh, most people record like multiple takes too. So, like, I'm able to. Right. Kind of exactly. So, even right some one. of those monologues that you hear that are long, wordy <laughs> yeah. paragraphs, 
which are fine. Right. Just remember, I might have recorded that four <laughs> <Several> times. times. <laughs> <laughs> Several times. And there are quite a few bloopers of me getting to like two thirds of the way. And yeah, I can't wait to do the blooper. Although, like the bloopers for this, because uh, Gina actually edits her own. Oh. Uh, there's no bloopers for no her, bloopers so it's going to be pretty much all you and maybe Brian Messick who plays Gene. Yes, that's pretty much it. And then I guess me because I play the the newer character that he finds in the cave and stuff. The yeah. Jerry. Jerry. Yeah. So. Uh, um, I love yeah. Jerry. Other than that, there's really going to be not too many bloopers because there's yeah. only a few characters. And nobody gets to, so nobody gets to go in with Rob when he's recording either. He records it all by himself. Yeah. Nobody yeah. comes in and yeah, says, no, no, no Robert, do, one do more time. Again. Thank you. Trust me, I'm my own worst critic. I'm like, no, that was stupid. Yeah. And and when I have to play like a crazy guy, uh, I was in here. I took, I took a couple shots to like kind of loosen up and like yeah. get like all like <sighs> breathy and like, yeah. please, no, no, please. Like that. It's just, it was My weird. mic is just going, no, yeah. Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> no stop it jerry buddy you gotta help me out jerry that's like buddy a, <laughs> that was, i think i had you say buddy a couple times yeah. to jerry like buddy come on man just trying gotta, to relate <laughs> come on buddy like answer no. some questions no finger <laughs> yeah he's just giving you finger. like one word clues no jerry bunker God. bunker yeah bunker <laughs> jerry God, come on jerry I will say that uh, he, he ends up becoming Jer Bear in the next one. Yeah, Jer Bear. And then you guys become this duo and you yeah. go around fighting crime. Jer Bear in the Arch. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's called. That's the uh, that's the spinoff show, Jer Bear in the Arch. So I want to address a couple things. There's two main things I want to address. Okay. The first one is that a lot of people uh, have found the similarities with this, with uh, the, yes. the video game Firewatch. Yes. I will say that that was one of my biggest worries was being like, you guys are just copying Firewatch. Yeah. I'm like, I understand. I played Firewatch a while back, like se seven years ago or whenever it first came out. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe not that long, six years ago. I don't know. But uh, I played it. I liked it. I don't remember much about it, but I do know that there's a guy and a girl and they talked or whatever. And I was worried about, doing that because I was like, that's going to be, people are going to be like, you're just copying it. So. And I'll tell you the first time I ever heard of firewatch was in somebody said, this sounds like the game firewatch. <laughs> right. Like, and oh. a couple of people have said okay. that. So, and I, and I get it. And, and like, I like, I like the game and stuff. So I, I'm not trying to say I like copied it or whatever, but it was like those two th things were very similar. And I'm like, crap, like I, I, I need to make sure that I make it different enough, but I still want to tell this story because it's actually, this is just the beginning of the story. There's mm -hmm. actually going to be more to it. Yeah. I, I can't spoil it, so I can't say right. and the world why it's going to be different. More depth, But it's going too. to be. Right. Yeah. And that's also why I did, like, these flashbacks later on in the later seasons. Like, or later seasons, later episodes. Uh, because I, I kind of want to flesh out the characters and kind of show more of a backstory. And with... Um, like the earlier episodes, it was just basically this guy's going to be a fire lookout and some creepy stuff happens, right? And I think people are drawn to that. And actually, the the reason Tower 4 came about was because of a guy who I met on Reddit several years ago who started editing for me in season two of End of All Hope. And I still talk to him every once in a while. And actually, he just came back and he's editing an episode of Paralyzed for me. Nice! Uh, we, we've been talking for a long time and he likes... Uh, doing the editing and he brought up tower four he's like yeah you should do like a like a fire lookout type of story because i think it would be pretty cool as like an audio drama and i said you know what 
I was thinking about that, but I didn't want to like copy anything. And he's like, he's like, no, like you should do it. And he actually came up with the tower four as the title. Nice. And I was like, cool. And I, and we worked on it a little bit. I sent him the, the first couple scripts. Cause he was like, but you can do the writing. Cause I don't know how to write, but I'll edit it and stuff. Well, sadly, he started school. That's not sad, but he couldn't edit for me anymore. Sadly, sadly he, he got his an education, education <laughs> and <laughs> decided to stop making so silly <laughs> voices with us. Sadly enough, yeah. um, but he was like, "Sorry, like I can't edit for for you um, right now, but maybe like next year." So I told him not to worry about it. But I said, "Do you care if I take it and 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 go with it?" And he said, "No, of course not. Like you're writing it. Like that's fine." Yeah. So he does have story credit, like for the title and everything uh, in the credits of each episode. Um, but that was one of the things is he called it Tower 4, and he kind of brought it up, and I was like, yeah, let's do it. And then when I started writing it, I was like, oh, this is too similar to Firewatch. But the story he had in mind, again, I can't spoil it, and we talked about it, was I was like, okay, well, I always like a slow build, so yeah, it's going to take me a while right. to get to that point. But we we haven't it. had a single story that starts from Jump Street like that. No, I don't like those. Which is good. I yeah. like the story. I like I like slow builds with pretty much every one of our podcasts, I think, has a slow build. Paralyzed, yeah. End of All Hope, Story, uh, The Walk, Stonehouse. Um, so because of that, it does have a lot of similarities with Firewatch, but it is going to d definitely divert. And I think it you can kind of see that in the last few episodes. It gets a little bit more eerie and mysterious, and there's more like things involved. So uh, hopefully people will not think I directly just played firewatch and was like yeah i'm gonna make this look <laughs> at this already drama. got my story right here <laughs> but you know what's crazy is there's also another horror game or something like that that came out i never heard of it until yeah. recently when i was um somebody mentioned some other game and i was watching that and then i saw a thing say tower or something so i clicked on it and it's about a fire lookout too that takes place in the woods but i think oh, i think the whole thing just takes place in the tower and it's like a indie game but I was like, crap. And they mentioned a Tower 4 on the radio. So I was like, well, great. Now people are going to think great. I copied this. So I was like, that sucks. But I can't change it now. It's not as bad as that podcast we had about the two brothers who were going to be plumbers. And then one of their <laughs> girlfriend turtles. <laughs> gets uh, gets kidnapped by a giant spiked turtle. That right, right. was a whole fiasco. That one, that one we just decided to quit. Right, so we just right decided to do another one where they just race in go-karts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. On the double. Yeah. And maybe dash a little bit. That's right. Uh, anyways, <laughs> yeah. So, so seeing that stuff, I'm like, well, that sucks. But again, we're going to try to make it a lot different. Uh, there are some... Uh, uh, I'm going to say this stuff because I don't think it's like necessarily spoiling it, but there are um, the the works that I look towards for inspiration were, were things like Lost, mm -hmm. just because of the mystery and stuff. That's not to say that I'm going to write something. No, don't and make worry. It super... Mike, is not, Mike is not in purgatory. Where yeah, he can it's never not going to be something crazy. Spoiler. Um, but then also, uh, actually, like H.G. Wells, Islands of Dr. Moreau, Ooh. And like uh, that That's kind of like one. mystery stuff. I, wow, I like how that. closely to Island of Dr. Moreau are you going? I mean, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll definitely see. Uh, but stuff like that. And then, yeah, obviously, like Firewatch or any of like those, like anything that takes place out in the woods, like the mysteries. And now uh, somebody just shared a uh, trailer for a new movie with Angelina Jolie coming out that takes place where she's a fire lookout. 
And well, she's one of our Patreon supporters. <laughs> of, course, of course, yeah, we're millionaires. So, <laughs> she, yeah, whereas she adopted us, and yep. now she gives us and, money. And, and uh, that. mom's been really sweet. Very nice, very nice. Um, but yeah, basically, there's a new movie coming out about Fire uh, Lookout, where she's there, and there's like these people coming to kill some kid, and she's protecting him in the woods, oh, and there's a Lord. fire. So I'm like, We've never seen well, that that scenario before. Yeah, I'm like, hopefully that's all it is. Angelina Jolie. But we'll we'll see we'll see uh, um, you know uh, one of the things is I know where I want to take the story to an extent but right. some of it I'm leaving up in the air right now because I don't know I don't know how I like really want to begin season two just yet but I know where I want to take it so mm-hmm. uh, when we mm-hmm. get to that point the other thing I'm gonna mention and we'll go really fast over this one because I don't want to get into it <laughs> but is the relig- or, no, religious the uh, politics the politics thing. Don't talk about religion Come and politics, on. but it's a politics thing. I'm not going to get too far into it. Right. But there's actually a little thing that she mentions in that section of of the political statement that she makes that's, that lasts maybe – it's like one paragraph by her and then three lines after. Yeah. That's all it is, and I get it. I understand people don't like politics, but honestly, there is politics in everything, and there's there's politics in old movies it's and not, stuff like that, It's too. not taking but a it's not, stance, though. It's not. It's Mike, just, in fact, says, I don't vote. Like, yeah. he doesn't take a stance either way. Right. He doesn't this, care. This is the equivalent of, like, you know, oh, well, the force isn't really with them. <laughs> But that's that's the thing is I yes a lot of characters I do interject my thoughts and feelings but there are plenty of characters that yeah. I do not do that with right so I'm not trying to take a stance one way or the other but there are characters in fact if you listen to movie night which is our sitcom Brad is super conservative and Kelly is is a bleeding heart liberal and I did that on purpose because I like them clashing yeah. and that's the whole thing. I share viewpoints with both of them, right? But I like going to the extremes because they clash, and it makes it funny but, to me. But to, to hear a political line and put one star and say shouldn't have involved politics, I'm weird. done. It's like what? What? I get it. People, what do you do about political touchy... thrillers? I, I, yeah, I know, <laughs> dude. Well, I and I get it. I I understand, especially in today's climate, that people don't want to hear it and all that kind of stuff and and right and that's not what we're here for right but the thing is like i said like i even in atlas avenue beat like i make jokes about both sides i made a trump joke i made a biden joke i made a democrats joke i made a republican like i'd make jokes about everything Mm -hmm. and i'm not trying to take a stance i just write what i want to write and i feel like i write what's good for a character Mm -hmm. and mike's character is he's not involved and he's that's the whole thing is he's been distant from everybody over the last several years that he's not involved in anything besides his his mother when she was passed like when she was sick and stuff and then uh uh amber who is a she's more liberal and she's more environmentally conscious so she's very like strong and all willed about like she mentions how she wanted to go down to the gulf oil spill and help out and stuff like that and i use that as her character and that actually does come back that conversation not the political stuff, but like her talking about helping in the golf spill comes back up in the finale. Yeah. And there's a reason for that, too, that we'll get into in season two and stuff. So I, I'm sorry if it offended anybody. But again, we're just I'm just writing for what I think the characters would I'm, say and what they would do. And I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry if it offended you. <laughs> it shouldn't have. It's a character development thing. To me, it's just funny because like yeah. everybody who records for me, everybody's got different political views and everybody's got different ideas and opinions and stuff so like again i write for what i think the characters are there's a lot of the characters i write that i do not even agree with 
Yeah. But I write them and I'm and just And that's like, a like beautiful it. thing. Yeah. The disagreements are a beautiful thing among our listeners, among us, among everybody. Right. It's okay to disagree. And I'm fine if you want to give us four stars because that little conversation is bad. But come on, one star. Yeah. Because of that one, one conversation. Star? <laughs> Somebody gave us one star on a show over the music. Yeah. They go, whoever's true. picking the music on this show, d- I'm done. Was that Tower 4 or was that End of All Hope? I don't know. Hope. Yeah, there's obviously that just comes with the territory of being yeah. online. So yeah, for sure, uh, we we do appreciate everybody who is like a huge fan we of the really podcast because we're like we said it's been on the top 100 for a while and it's getting a lot of downloads and people seem to really like it. And when we release a new episode, it shoots up. So we're like really trying to crank these out. Yeah. But and and we're hoping. I always say this for season two. I'm hoping to get an episode out every other week again. It just depends how production goes. Guys, I'm happy to record all this for you, for sure. But but <laughs> yeah. at the same time, editing and everyone else, it's a lot. It's a lot. But it's- we'll get, I mean, hey, we are trying and trying, and the more this grows and the more the likes and the shares and the good reviews that we get mm-hmm. and the more involvement we get in our shows, hey, maybe that opens up a door to us to where we can say yeah every other week because then it'll be our full-time job to sit and work on it. Hey, our ultimate goal is to make this a full-time thing, yep. continue telling stories. I have tons of scripts. You have ideas. Like we, we want to keep making stories like this and, uh, with multiple seasons and, and, and everything, but, uh, we're just not there yet, but we're getting closer. We're getting closer, especially this past year. We're getting closer with everything. And, uh, we're able to buy more music and sound effects and really try to step up our game on production. I think, I think if you listen to tower four or story season two, which are releasing right now, or even paralyzed, the new season of paralyzed, they're so much better than the earlier seasons of any of our shows. And and that's the, that's the same with any show. Any of them take time to, to find their footing and find their identity and tower four is no exception. It happened to have a great following from all you folks to, to start out with. And I only see it getting better. I will say that. Don't you think it's interesting though, that this is the first series where I didn't write a super long finale. <laughs> yes, it is. It's actually only, I think, a little over a half an hour. So for those of you who aren't very familiar with, with Seven, Seven Lamb, <laughs> Rob will do 30-minute episodes, and then we'll be like, you know, we're getting near the end, and we'll say, we're going to get a nice, simple finale. And he goes, this one's an hour and a half. Yeah, they're um, always like 100 pages. <laughs> right. And I'm, we're just like, why don't we just extend the season? No, no, we're no, just going to keep this no. a series, season finale. Even my mom says that. She's like, why don't you just, like my mom, and then like I had a couple friends, like, why don't you just cut that up into three episodes? I'm like, no. I was your I friend that said that too. <laughs> but I've had yeah, yeah. several friends just go like, why? Yeah. Why do you do I'm like, I like a long finale, but you said it best. We do slow burns and long finales. That's that's right. That's how we like it. Let's get it. Now, uh, this one wasn't, and uh, this one, this one, I will say, I'm wondering how people, because we're recording this before yeah. I release the last right. episode, That's but right. um, uh, I'm wondering how people like the finale because it is, it, it's an interesting one. It yeah. ends kind of weird, I think. I mean, I, we can talk about it because it's out I agree. now, but it, it does end kind of weird. It ends kind of on a, a place dream, of uncertainty. It's a dream sequence, and it's like, yeah, you kind of wonder, like, Obviously, it's kind of left open because we're going to do a season two, but yeah. it's kind of weird, like uh, very, um, I don't even know how to describe it. Just like this air of uncertainty where he's floating freely and we're not sure what's about to happen to him. The people who love this show the most are the people who are trying to either not trust anything or anybody yeah. or find meaning in every single thing that happens. You know, it's funny. Uh, I was talking to my friend the other day about George R.R. R. Martin and Game of Thrones. Yeah. And we were talking about how we hated <laughs> the last season of Game of season Thrones. Season eight, yeah. yeah. And uh, 
George R. R. Martin was on a uh, or in an interview where somebody asked him about. They're like, you know, they were talking about season eight, and they're like, is that how you're going to kind of end the show and stuff? And he goes, well, I know like people were kind of upset with certain aspects of the show, and that's kind of how things will probably turn out because me as a writer, he's like, that's how I've kind of been working the story towards. Yeah. He's like, but now that people have seen it and so many people have shown disappointment with certain aspects of it, he's just like, I can't really just switch it and change it mid fifth book or sixth book yeah and be like all right well no now instead of brand this guy's gonna be king yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or whatever so well um, you just thought that was going on <laughs> yeah. but actually so i mentioned that because of also spoilers for game of thrones uh i mentioned that because as i'm releasing these episodes people are coming out i don't think amber's real i don't think this person's real i don't think right. this is right i think this person's lying and i'm like yeah, it's interesting because, like, if it's not going to turn out, th- like, I can't write it to fit a certain narrative nope. that, like, people are guessing. I'm like, I'm going to just keep writing it, Some of and these hopefully the, it fits what yeah. they're happy with. And the train has left the station in a lot of times right? when right. they say that. And sometimes it goes, oh, that's interesting. We did not think that you would think that by hearing this particular line, yeah. but hey, yeah. all right. Yeah, but uh, sorry, but that's not the way we're going with it or whatever <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah. But there's been a lot of guesses of, yeah, who to trust. What to think? What's going on? Who not kind of to stuff. trust? Who not to trust specifically? Yep. And one of our fans, who knows who she is, uh, does trust absolutely no one in absolutely. any show. Not even Mike. Ever written? Oh yeah, trust anybody. <laughs> funny. Not even Mike. Yep. Not I'll even. Trust not him. even Mike. I don't even trust him. Uh, yeah. yeah. Other than that, uh, we're gonna start working on season two. I've already started the outlining process. I haven't started writing it yet, but nice. we are working on other stuff too. So uh, hopefully, we can get it out. And like I said. Our goal is to release it twice a month, like every other uh, week, but we weren't able to do that with this last season. But we also had End of All Hope going, and that was taking up a lot of time, too. And we lost our editor for the time being. Yes. We've we've gotten some other people who are helping with editing, so if they stick around and are able to continue to help, then, yeah, maybe we can get Tower 4 out faster. But, again, I'm not going to rush it because I want to go for quality over quantity. For mm-hmm. this series, Absolutely. for sure. Absolutely. Um, so that's that's our goal. And uh, I think a nine-episode season was pretty good because all of our other shows are usually a lot longer, at least double that. Yeah. So this one was a little bit shorter, but there were a little bit longer episodes. But there's there's a little bit more meat on the bone, though, like you said, with the dialogue being pretty heavy between two characters. Yeah, a lot of... And, and because there's only two characters, I wanted it to really be like a good back and forth between, right. you know... like kind of showcasing who they are and and because it's an audio drama and i didn't do a ton of flashbacks you you can only really besides the vo the voiceovers uh you can only really get a person's characteristics through talk right because it's all audio like which is hard as a uh, as a writer because every screenplay book i've ever written says to show don't tell you show them being an asshole and then you know they're an asshole rather than right. saying like i'm a jerk like you know hey, I, mean? I don't like you <laughs> yeah so it's always a show don't tell uh, scenario but i you can't really do that with audio dramas um other than that i think that's it yeah yeah Anything that's else uh, we, we've about? been pretty comprehensive 
be excited. Tower Tower Four Season Two is coming. We don't yeah. have a specific date yet, but if you follow us on any of our social media, especially our Facebook group, uh, or just follow our page in general, we're also on Instagram. We update that a lot. At we are very podcast. responsive. Yes, we're very responsive. So if you message us, chances are I will respond to you, or Robert will respond to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so please feel free to ask. Don't don't ever be shy about asking questions. We've or, had a lot of people email us just telling us how much they like the show. Yeah. Which is yeah. awesome. And I try to respond to absolutely everybody. I think we have responded yeah. to pretty much everybody. Yeah. So, so uh, thank good. you very much, everybody who's reached out. And if you would like to help us out at all, yep. you can go to patreon.com slash seven lamb, the number seven LAMB. We're on Patreon. We have a ton of content on there. You can donate as little as a dollar a month. And our top tier is $10 a month. We just kept it at 10. Yep. And if you donate, um, if you are uh, seven lamb, you can get all the episodes ad free and early. And then we also are going to release bloopers and outtakes and all Everything. that kind of stuff yep. that we all already have out there for our other shows. We're going to have that for Tower 4 as well. So, And we do um, giveaways on there sometimes yeah. too. We do giveaways on our Facebook page. So if yep. you go to, I don't think we have a Tower 4 shirt yet, but we'll get one. Oh, we do. Do we? Yep. Do we? Yes, we do. I just, I don't we have a that. Tower 4 shirt, and I know somebody that has one. They look really, really good, especially if you order the purple. <laughs> Is it your wife? <laughs> I can't confirm or deny. Seems biased. <laughs> no, no, I didn't know that. That's good. Yeah. All right. Well, Check it out. Maybe we'll do a giveaway for a Tower 4 shirt. What is that? Uh, Threadless. Dot com slash it's seven, uh, lamb? seven lamb.com forward slash threadless. I believe it's backwards. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, threadless. If you go yeah. to threadless and search for seven lamb, you'll find a bunch of uh, our different show shirts on there. So, yep. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for joining me, Jack. My pleasure. It's been awesome. Hopefully, we can do this again uh, for our season two recap. Yes. And maybe yeah. we'll even get some other guests. Who knows? I'm excited. Maybe somebody who maybe wasn't we'll even on the, on the podcast. Maybe just somebody <laughs> random. We'll just get somebody <laughs> off the street. Yep. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks listening. And uh, we will see you guys some other time. See ya. Bye. has been a Seven Lamb production. Item number SCP-5186 SCP-7160 SCP-7533 Object Class Euclid Keter Safe Special Containment Procedures Spreading across the hemisphere and kicking up vast amounts of ash and dust. <laughs> the only thing I could hear was at 7219 <laughs> laughing. Do you remember your name? Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. I feel them again. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. They're in my ears! Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. Nobody understands! SCP Archives is a weekly fiction podcast. Each episode, we dive into the strange, the unknown, and the... Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at scparchives.com.